I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? It's week 12. I'm back. Had a week. I would like to say I was off relaxing. I wasn't. I've moved house. Um, it's all gone. It's all happened. I'm not going to say it's gone swimmingly or... or um, Perfectly, but it has all happened. So it's the very uh, least you can expect, I suppose. I'm still settling in. There's still all sorts of boxes around me and uh, and everything else. However, you're not here to listen to me talk about moving and moving strategy and advice. You're here to talk to about waiver wire, uh, waiver wire rankings. Just quickly, this show is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in below the men's uh, belt grooming. And you can get 20% off. Uh, at manscaped.com with the code five yards so please take advantage of that that's uh, manscaped.com to get 20 percent off with the code five yard and help keep your jewels in the best condition possible when they're ready called upon ready to play um let's talk about week 12 obviously week 11 almost in the books we do have monday night football still to go it's only three weeks left of the regular fantasy football season four playing some sort of bizarre different format to most other uh 
places, and then obviously you've got sort of charities, custom leagues that some are already in the playoffs, uh, like Steve Rames Bowl, like JTT Cup are all in uh, sort of playoff mode already. Um, Scottish Bowl will be getting into playoff mode in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, we're starting to get to the end of the season now. A lot of teams that are sort of hovering around 500, just over 500, just under 500. You know, you've got to make a push now. And the wave wine is getting very thin. It's very, very thin out there. There isn't that many game changers left. You're going to have to really dig deep. I'm here to help with some of that. The, most of these, I'd say, are streaming picks, or maybe there's a couple of stash picks in there. We'll get straight uh, into it. We'll start the quarterback position, as always, and we will start um, with the seed of quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. This is definitely a safety first pick. If you have Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray on bye this week, then you know you need to come up with potentially another option. Ben Roethlisberger is a pretty decent one. He's actually going to be playing against Cincinnati. It's a good matchup in the sense of it's going to be competitive, probably reasonably high scoring like it was on Sunday Night Football uh, between the Steelers and the Chargers. So you can expect Ben to throw the ball uh, to to definitely, I wouldn't say ball out. I don't think he can ball out anymore, but I think he will be productive, highly efficient potentially. He's not going to get you a... a a 30, 35 point week, but I don't think he's also going to give you a single digit or low, low digit week. You know, I think with Ben, you're kind of looking at this sort of 15 to 22 range is where he can score. And to be honest, as long as it's more in the middle to the higher end of that, it's not going to cost you anything. And that's the key. He's not going to cost you a victory there. You have to win it with other positions. But if you have a pretty strong team and you just need someone to get you through the week, he is definitely that guy to to help you get through that. If you're looking for a more ceiling play, Taylor Heineke is it. Put up one of the performances of Week 11 against the Panthers. Very high completion rate. He, you know, doing it with a, a big A dot of around 11. Uh, he, you know, put together, he's putting together these big time games now. You know, the way he beat the Buccaneers, the way he beat the Broncos. You know, there are these very, very big performances now that he's putting together. And he has that room to potentially put a slightly higher ceiling Someone like Ben, ben Roethlisberger will give you, but we have seen the, the six-point weeks, the four-point weeks from, from Taylor Heineke. Um, so it, it, it's something to be slightly aware of, but he does have the Seahawks. Seahawks, not a good defensive unit. Can expect Heineke to potentially exploit that if he can put it together. So I do like the, uh, this matchup for Heineke. I think if you're looking for a more exciting play, maybe a more ceiling play, Taylor Heineke could be that for you. Moving on to running backs. It is so thin on the waiver wire for running backs. Because so many have gone down and now we're running back by committees. There's just not that many options out there. The only one under 30% owned that I can say is worth a start this week is Devonta Freeman. He's 29.8% owned. If he's still out there, he's worth a good chunk of your fab. Um, he's probably worth at least 20% of your remaining fab. Because he's on the radar. He scored again this week. Put up 20 PPR points. People are going to go after him because of the fact CEH, Daryl Williams, uh, James Connor will be off this week. You need a bye week. He is definitely going to be a good bye week fella, but he's actually a good fella going forward. I'm not overly convinced he's necessarily a flex play every week, but he's in the flex conversation every week. And I think that's key. I think he is someone who's going to be in that top 30 RB range for the rest of the season. 
they are going to run the ball. He is used in a lot of different ways, but it's the fact, especially in PPI, getting receptions, getting targets, that's kind of key. So right now he is worth a significant amount of fab purely because he's probably the only reliable option left that's going to start and contribute. All these other options are going to be others like Alexander Matson, all these are 30% over 30% owned. Tony Pollard, for example, these are all going to be higher owned. If they're free on your waiver wires, take advantage of them. You need to be handcuffing uh, your running backs. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this tonight on the flagship show with Dan in just a bit and some strategy around that because it's highly important. If you haven't handcuffed your running backs or handcuffed other running backs, now's the time. And I'm going to explain why. Uh, on the show. So tune in for that. My other option for this week is Benny Snell. Now, if you saw my tweet this week, uh, you would have seen um, what I talked about with regards to uh, Najee Harris. I am concerned that he has been overused uh, and that usage isn't sustainable. And if the Steelers, who have a very good schedule, fall out of playoff contention, there's a chance they maybe pivot and bench him for the rest of the year just to help his health and don't overcook him and as a result they expect Benny Snell to come in uh he got banged up last night I think Harris is going to be okay but I would expect ha- uh, Snell to be the handcuff 0.6 percent owned probably can get him for a dollar fab he's someone I would be stashing away right now again I'm going to go into this in more detail on the flagship show so and just look at why I'm a bit concerned. Or you can look at my tweets. You should find them on my profile in the last week at Murph underscore NFL. And look at why the case I put together as to why I'm a bit concerned about Najee Harris and why having a bench spot for Benny Snell might not be a bad idea uh, at this stage of the season. Um, looking at, by the way, the fab on, on the quarterbacks is always only going to be a, a couple of dollars. Uh, it's never really big money because there are only short-term fixes. You should, should have better options moving forward. Wide receiver this week, again, is, is slightly thinner than normal. Um, I've gone with Mon- Marcus Fowler-Scantling, and I hate myself for it. 3.2% owned. Uh, he does have the Rams in Week 12, but anyone that gets 10 targets is going to get my attention. And he went for 423-1. and one on Sunday and it's really starting to shape up with stats wise. It's been trending that direction the last couple of weeks, but it really looks like now MVS is the number two. Alan Lazard is banged up. Randall Cobb isn't quite the favorite. The you kind know, of thought he would be after that two game stretch where he was productive and got touchdowns. So it looks like MVS after injuries and COVID and all these, and all these other things that are going on appears to be breaking free of this sort of committee of, of wide receivers. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying that he's going to put up 423-1 and one every week. Far from it. I think that is his ceiling. That's the best week he's probably going to be putting up for the rest of the season. But I can see him putting up like four for 70 weeks and, and things like that. And anyone that's going to get you 10 fantasy points at this stage of the season is well worth consideration for a flex spot and a bench spot. So, um, But he has that ceiling. And I think that's why it's quite an attractive play, especially if you're down in weeks. I'd much rather be starting someone like uh, an MVS over someone like, say, a Robbie Anderson or Russell Gage or someone of that ilk who very similar sort of standing, but there just doesn't seem to be that kind of upside that we would uh, expect. So um, other one is Jameson Crowder. Again, I've, I've tend to go with uh, a more aggressive play and then a more conservative play. The conservative play here is is Jameson Crowder. I don't understand uh, how Jameson Crowder is only 22.8% owned. 
Uh, he is good for six to seven targets pretty much every week. You can pretty much pencil him in for 12 points every week in, in PPR. Standard formats, obviously, I'm I'm a bit less concerned. Uh, or not less concerned. I'm less excited about him but in the PPR format because he gets those highly attainable, easy catches um, playing out of the slot. He is going to rack up 10 to 12 points every week as a given, and you can pretty much pencil them in. But he has touchdown upside like he does this week where he scored. Now, the other thing that's impressive about Crowder is he's putting up these numbers, getting the ball from Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. He's quarterback-proof. doesn't matter who's in at quarterback. They're using him. He's being productive. He's putting up numbers. Very safe flex numbers. And at this stage of the season, anyone who I can put on my bench and put in my flex lineup is well worth me having. And Jameson Crowder is that he's not going to get you these 20, 25-point weeks. But his usage is, is sustainable and it is something that will continue every single week. Tight end, I've only plumped for the one this week because he really is the only tight end you need that's on the waiver one that's under 30% owned. And that is Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman is only 6.1% owned. Um, uh, he's worth a good good few fab here because Trevor Simeon is, is heavily using him. Now, Jameson, uh, James Winston didn't really use him. So Trevor Simeon has really relied on him. He got eight targets this week, got in the end zone, but he's good for sort of six targets a week with Simeon throwing him the ball. He catches those, he goes six for 60, six for 50 with a touchdown. He's going to put up top 12, top 15 numbers the the rest of the way. So he's definitely someone that should be on those radars, worth a few fab. If you ask me about wide receiver fab, I never again spend more than 5% on my remaining fab on wide receivers unless there's a real sort of standout play and there just isn't this week. So you should get those guys pretty, pretty quickly. But Adam Troutman, especially if you've got Travis Kelsey or Zach Ertz, it's well worth you uh, accumulating him for this week and then having him maybe as a stash play moving forward because he could put up relevant flex numbers every week. And given what's at the positions, it, it might be a worthwhile little snag uh, just to keep him there. You never know. Kicker this week, I've gone with Evan McPherson. He put up 21 points this week. Uh, 7.2% owned. He does have Pittsburgh in week 12. He's got a really good leg. You know, hit three field goals over 50. I've talked about this before, the way he came back from that Green Bay game with that adversity in that game, and he really propelled him and became better since then. And he has been a very consistent kicker since then. Really important that he's kind of kind of grown up and had to in, in that situation. But I think the best thing about Evan McPherson, other than that, is just the fact that he has got this long leg. And the Steelers' defense is, is good. Like, they will restrict uh, the Bengals to field goals and field goal opportunities. And, and I think that they have to keep the scoreboard going. They will rely on Evan McPherson if they get one before the half from, like, 58. McPherson's the sort of guy that, that can take them. It will be a shootout. The game script should be positive. It should mean usage there so i really like the first this week if he's not there mike badgley i keep talking about him every week just doesn't miss automatic since he's been at the colts again similar to the ownage owner percentage so either kicker completely fine by me if you'd be listening to me about mike badgley just stick with mike badgley he's fine he's going to get you 10 to 12 points a week happy days uh dst this week i hope you listened to me last week i said pick up the steelers um the steelers the eagles let's pick up the eagles last week they had a great game against New Orleans Saints put up 12 points. That's all I want from my DST. If they can put up 12 points, I'm really happy. This week, slightly different matchup in the fact that they have the Giants. But again, I, I just think with Danny Dimes, with that pressure with up front that they can get, 
I do think that they can get turnovers. I do think they can get to Daniel Dimes. They can get these sacks. They can force the ball out of his hands. They can get him in a game script to throw the ball. The Eagles are starting to turn it on here, not just defensively, but offensively a little bit as well. And they're on a bit of a roll. And I, I'm quite quite happy to double down this week and go with the Eagles. I think they're well worth backing as a DST. So you picked them up last week. You can play them again this week. Uh, if you didn't, then grab them this week. They're still very low owned. I think uh, 12.6% owned. So you can definitely cash in on those as well. So I wouldn't say it's the most stellar waiver wire week I've ever seen or the one I've ever done that, that gets me the most excited. But there are a few players there that are well worth owning but i'm looking now at handcuffs they're what you need to be doing there isn't anyone here i would be spending big money on the front freeman might be the exception to that because he is literally the only running back left obviously if you have uh ty johnson available he's well worth a, a waiver wire ad especially with michael carter essentially being injured uh he's sort of on the fringes of that 30 percent owned so he he's someone i didn't put in because of the fact he's he's just around that sort of ownership number but he, again, is probably well worth uh, a significant sort of 10% of fab uh, and making sure you got him on your roster because he is he is going to be relevant even with Carter being there, but not as relevant, obviously. But, yeah, look at those handcuffs. Look at Matheson. Look at Pollard. Look at those running backs who get those heavy usage. You know, people will be dropping Tuba Hubbard right now. Um, you know, with Christian McCaffrey, you just never know. Pick up these players. They become instantly relevant. Jeff Wilson is another one. Jeff Wilson would have been over 30% owned, um, but he's another one that you need to keep an eye on. Jeff and, and Trey Sermon, if Elijah Mitchell doesn't come back, these are all the sorts of players you need to keep an eye on and make sure that you get uh, the usage out of them while you, you still can. And we expect when Kareem Hunt comes back, then people will be, be dropping Dionis Johnson. Again, he's another one worth stashing in case, again, Hunt or Chubb in this time, and it's not out of the realms of possibility that that happens. So that'll do it for the waiver wire for this week. I look forward to seeing you on the show in just a little bit. And until then, Rush Nation, don't forget, as always, keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.